0: Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome, all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends, to the House of the Unusual podcast. <laughs> I'm Joe Pavlansky. We have Eddie Guevara. We have Chuck Caputo. And we have Sherry Caputo joining us all today. What's up, everyone? Hey, guys.
1: Hello. 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 hello there. How are you?
0: Okay. All right. I hope everyone's enjoying this crazy weather that we're having. <laughs> I know uh, a few days ago here in Northeast Ohio, it was sunny out. It was hot. It was like okay. 85. I was sweating doing yard work. And then the other night, it was snowing. So
1: I like, know. I'll Same here. snowing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it it doesn't know what it wants to do. You know, there's the old joke with Ohio. If you don't like the weather, just wait an hour. It'll change. <laughs> I, like
2: I like that.
3: It's that. pretty cute. cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was freeze night here. And then we, were, we just, were at
2: a funeral. Uh, yeah. And we, then we, yeah, it did. It was like sleeting. It
3: was sleeting a yeah. little bit. Yeah, then, we had that too. Yeah, a bunch of sleet. And uh, mm-hmm. a few days before it was about
0: 75, 80 it was degrees. Beautiful so we last got, week. Got some sun Today was
2: nice. Yeah. Today went up to sixty three, I think. All Sunny. Right so we
0: can't nothing, be- nothing like an april snowman huh <laughs> i love it
1: yeah. well you got you got the florida snowman you know the little uh cup with the water inside and the-
0: <laughs> yeah really that's what we, we could have done out there i was cutting grass and you know picked up some of the snow <laughs> there you go yeah it's
2: funny.
0: <laughs> add some little liquid to it and have my own you know cup of snowman while while cutting the grass and doing yard work hmm. yeah i couldn't believe it it was like It was mid 80s. I'm out there in a t-shirt and shorts sweating, doing yard work. I said, this is, you know, because I'm I'm not a a hot weather person or a summer person. And then, you know, what was it the night, next night or something, it starts snowing and it's down in the, the low 30s. Yeah, I think, bad. and I think last night with the wind chill, it got down to low twenty. So this yeah, it was is, cold this last
3: is crazy. night. Crazy, yeah. I we know. I was getting suntan one day, like you said, cutting the grass, and the other the, the next day, I'm taking antibiotics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, <laughs> stocking up on that vitamin C just to make it <laughs> through the. You know, yeah, I wonder if we're going to have well, what kind of summer we're going to have this year? Because last year uh, wasn't too bad; it wasn't too hot, and you know we had a real mild winter. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see. You know what we're gonna do here because it always seems like every year summer gets smaller and smaller. You know, yeah. You know, winter. I mean, we really haven't had a spring around here. You no. know, it, it almost kind of goes from winter to summer and then summer right into fall. And it, you know that those summer months they keep getting smaller and smaller. Which, hey, I, I'm all for. You know, I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, you know, <clears throat> I especially love the fall. Once I I start feeling that, Ooh. you know, that temperature dropping. Oh, Chuck, is that not like scary movie? Oh just, man, you know, fuel. I mean, it you just what? It it doesn't, gets you ready for it. It doesn't last
3: too long though. When the leaves are coming down and the color changing is so beautiful. You got a
2: couple of weeks. You got
3: maybe two yeah. weeks, three the weeks peak, tops. Peak colors. Yeah, it's gorgeous.
0: Oh. I it tell it, you what, it's usually <laughs> around mid. Uh, yeah, maybe about mid-September, man, is when the temperature drops, the, the wind starts cooling off, and the leaves are starting to go, and I'm like, oh, man, this is scary movie time, man, it's, and, you know, you start getting pumped up, and you start getting in the mood for Halloween, you know, and it's, I, I just <laughs> love that, that time of year.
3: Oh, we love it, it's great. Yeah, no. so,
0: what's been new with you guys, what's, uh... You guys doing a lot of shows and all that?
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have a I have a preschool to do tomorrow morning. It starts at 10 a.m., so I have to leave about eight because it's about an hour away. It takes about forty five minutes to set up. So yeah, I have uh, I, I've been doing quite a few things, and uh, we've been uh, there. Uh, you know, some personal this, issues. Uh,
2: this weekend, um, we had the baby shower for our um, daughter-in-law and son.
3: Yeah, that was cool. My
2: son made it up from Virginia. He's in um, school down there. Um, the father to be and he was able to make it for the shower so it was really great seeing him and then um unfortunately my sister and her husband like her husband my brother-in-law his father passed away
0: oh sorry so we you, went
2: but... i know um god bless him he's such a good guy um we went out there on sunday to go to the viewing and um stay overnight and we went to the funeral in the morning, Monday morning. So it's been busy and crazy and exciting and all kinds of emotions going
0: on. <laughs> well, Chuck, I, I, I assume you're not doing horror magic for the preschoolers. You know, you're oh. not cutting no, nothing in half, it. right? Or Joe, I keep it making
3: I... some skulls talking. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it so tame, almost like Mister Rogers.
0: You wouldn't believe it. Yeah, it's... he
2: doesn't even uh, cut an arm off, no, darn it?
3: Yeah, no arm chopping or anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. so you go in there, you well, sit, well, you sit down, and change your sweater and say hello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What Is about any, any head chopping? Nothing like that
2: either. No. No, you
3: gotta keep. You don't want to scare anybody. It has to be very. I don't
2: even think you use a sword in the uh, in the dove, right?
3: No, I have a box where I make a dove disappear, and I put a sword through the box. But I can't do anything like that. I just, I just make them vanish with a little. Oh, breath. they would
0: start screaming! Oh my gosh, the
3: dove! Yeah. What happened? Hey. Yeah, you gotta. You know what? You gotta <laughs> have enough. Uh, you gotta have
0: enough professionalism to know right when, when to. Did... Do yeah. something when to not when you know.
2: to hold up. <laughs> when then, to you hold know, up. 20
0: 20 years from now, they're having PTSD issues because they remember this is this some magician with curly hair when they were young, sticking a sword through a dove. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, people be <laughs> now people they're be 25 stalking. and they, they can't see a bird outside without
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll be getting and, <laughs> and, and, and
2: they shudder at the Easter rabbit. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, right. You, you know what I was thinking? Imagine you, <laughs> you stick a sword through the box, and then when you open it up. Uh-oh. Got like vampire blood or something uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, I this like, go, oh. blood capsules yeah. hey
3: i'll tell you what i'm an actor man you know what i could i could fit any occasion you know, yeah, you, know you have something. to yeah, you gotta be yeah. an actor you know yep
2: that's
0: yeah, all well that's cool glad you guys are, are keeping busy and speaking of busy I, I know one guy who's constantly constantly busy and going and that's our our curator of the house of the unusual Eddie,
1: Eddie, what's new? What's new? Well, I've been uh getting been ready busy, to thriller, man. <laughs> killer man. Next week,
0: oh, are you going? Yeah, definitely going. Nice, to. I'm not are sure. Setting, I'm a, huh? Are you setting up there or
1: uh, you know what? I've been after uh, Kevin, I've been calling him. I might have started a little too late, he might be busy. I haven't had a response yet. I text him on his cell phone. Um, hopefully if I get a response, I set up. If not, I'm just going to go there for like, I regularly do every time on Fridays we go. Uh, depending how good it is, we'll go back on Saturday. Uh, we've used to do the three day thing. We've done the one day thing. Um, it's only about, you know, 45 minutes for me. So it's not too bad. Now, I know. I just got a text today. I think one of the actors is not going to be there. supposedly supposed to supposed to be there. I know they got Priscilla Presley. They got a pretty long list of actors. Uh, The actor I was kind of after was the, um, what do you call it, the kid from uh, Terminator? Because I have uh, one poster that's signed by everybody, including the kid also, and uh, I just need Arnold on it, believe it or not. But I have a few more uh, posters I was going to have him sign, like maybe two or three, and that's really the person I was after. Does, no, Ar- does Arnold even go to shows or anything to do signings like for Terminator or anything? You know to be honest with you, I think he does, but he stays around the California area. Yeah. So I like the like, big the real big shows. yeah, I'm kind of like, man, because here's the thing I have a it's a 40 by sixty poster. it's huge. It has the Terminator face, but in on one side it's like Arnold, the other side is a robot and it's got a black background. It's a huge face, right? It's a beautiful poster. I got it posted uh, to show you guys photo. And it, on that poster, got everybody to sign the poster except for Arnold. Uh, talking about even the Arnold stunt double signed. So it, I think it's got like six, seven signatures. It's got the guy, the father. You know the um, the uh, the other Terminator, the one that was skinny. You know, I kind of had him. You know, the skinny guy, the police officer. Oh, um, um, what the heck was his name? I don't know. Do you? Yeah, I know who
0: you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of his name. I
1: had him sign that poster too. You know what I'm saying? He, Yeah,
0: he's usually at a few different shows. I've seen him out here at uh, Monroeville before a few shows. Yeah, he, yeah he's days. gone
1: to a couple. But the situation is with all that is that uh, Arnold, <laughs> that'll be nice to just get him. I'll tell you what, though, in this show, Chiller, I think every actor has been there except, you know, Arnold has, I don't think he's never been there. But uh, Arnold does when he was governor of California. He made a lot of appearances, and I know a lot of people that met him many times. Um, I just wish that uh, I could be one of those soon so that I can get the poster. And, you know, it's funny how life is. I bet you the day I do meet him, ha, huh, I left the poster, you know? Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: that's, that always happens, right? Can you wait here, Arnold? I'm going to run to the storage. I'll be back in about a minute. Oh
3: yeah. All you have to tell him is, I'll be back.
1: I'll be back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll be back. I love it. But that's about it, Joe. Uh, everything else is, um, you know, getting ready to launch a lot of stuff. Uh, in fact, everything's working according to plan. Let's see if hopefully this coming week we have a few surprises, you know. And, Sounds good. All
0: right. How's the yeah. uh, how's the YouTube channel coming? Any new videos coming up there? Anything? Yeah, there's uh,
1: people. There's been new YouTube videos. Uh, in fact, uh, every the last three or four Mondays, i posted one, and Chuck, every Friday. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, apparently, Chuck is leading the pack right now. Uh, there was a time Sherry beat us, but now Chuck is the leader there, and uh, yeah. he's doing pretty good. I think the last video he did had over 400 views. Woo. Yeah,
3: yeah, we, we got going. We got to get back in that unit. I told Sherry and uh, film some more Chuck's Corner. So we'll be doing that sometime soon, probably early next week.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. And, you know, the best thing is, like you said, uh, one of the things about anything that comes out right now, especially now is a good time to put out a, go- a couple of good items because the fact that fall will be coming not too far in the future, mm-hmm. it's time to get ready. Because right now, every Halloween distributor, like if you try to buy anything right now, that's usually sold out. And you're like, what? Already? oh yeah they get sold out by march or something like if you call uh, companies like uh, uh what do you call it a ruby's costumes costumes i mean uh yeah. morris costume uh anything you buy from even uh, Loftus novelties any wholesaler right now that you try to get halloween items from they will give you a thing saying sold out you have to start buying this stuff in early january Isn't oh, wow. it? yeah it, it, that's a big thing because everything gets sold out because halloween is coming And the companies buy big time, you know, and I was shocked at at that because believe it or not, at one time I was trying to get um, a Superman costume for my, you know, to, not for my son. I was going to get it, put it on, surprise him when he was smaller. (laughs) This was a few years ago, but uh, it was kind of funny though, because in order for me to get it, man, I tried like six different suppliers and nobody had it. Finally, I was able to get one, but um, it was kind of crazy. I, I was only able to get one. They only had like one. And I was like, "Wow, man!" Mm. And uh, so that—that's the thing about it that uh, people don't realize it. But this time of year, all companies, everybody's getting ready for the fall, and, and you know, you got to understand one thing: Halloween is a big season now, where a lot of money is made. I mean, just think about it: those those Halloween stores that pop up everywhere in your neighborhood, called— Oh, yeah. One of them is called Spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest: they buy, they rent a warehouse. It's got to cost them like fifty to sixty thousand dollars. For just one month,
2: oh and then
1: they they're there and, and you know have employees. So obviously, if they weren't making a profit, they wouldn't be uh, opening <laughs> it up every single year. You know.
3: Yeah. Oh, and from what I heard, that uh, Spencer's
0: owns Spirit, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, uh, really? I, I think. I, think. I, I believe so. I, I thought I heard that a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm.
1: I know my cousin's son. Every year, he would actually open. I don't know if it was Spirit or what. <laughs> I know my my. Um, my aunt's uh i mean my aunt used to give him the cash sometimes and he would open up one of those things and then you know during ha- but you do make you make several thousand dollars just from a month's uh thing so it's easy because you set up one month and then you get one or two or three employees whatever and let's be honest guys you know they they oversell the stuff man oh prices yeah. of a regular thing's like 59 95 75 this year will be you want a master. Well, you want a Casper the friendly ghost? That's $122,048. hundred and twenty-two dollars forty-eight cents. You're like, What? Wow. You know what? Yeah, I,
0: I was just looking online and yeah, Spencer's does own Spirit Halloween. Right. But do you know who owns Spencer's from nineteen ninety-six to two thousand and three? No. No who? Universal Studios. Universal Studios. Really? Wow. I did I never knew that. That's no. that's crazy. I mm-hmm. thought it was just like a small you know mom and pop store that blew up or something Mm -hmm. actually
1: actually spencer's used to be a mail-order company like johnson smith uh joe
0: right yeah they they started what 1947 and then they went through several different uh several different owners and all that but i was i was surprised that yeah the universal studios owned them because you know you've never really seen like too much uh no universal monster stuff there
3: no right, right, and you know what? They must be making money, even though they rent the little stores in the in in the malls, you know, the 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 shopping centers and so forth, because rent is not cheap. I mean,
1: yeah. wow. Well, they're not, a, and every single, uh, you know, we're just crazy talking about it. Every single one of them has a uh, Spencer's, and one thing about Spencer's, it, it got from novelties to. Where now it sounds like risque novelty, smoke like a sex
0: shop. Now, yeah, (laughs) it's well, no,
1: not exactly. It's weird, it's also like a smoke shop, too. It's yeah,
0: that too. Yeah, like a smoke and and uh, sex shop. Where you know, when I used to go there a lot, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, they were had a whole section of like horror toys, yeah, right. Like you know, Friday the 13th, they had some older ones, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. You could find all these cool horror figures. You know all the like the NECA line that came out and the uh, McFarland toys and I don't know I went into one a couple years ago. Uh, it was actually during Christmas when I was at the mall. I said, "Ah, said, oh, you know I haven't been in one for you know a while. Let me check it out." I walked in There's nothing but sex stuff and like marijuana stuff. I'm like, what the, yeah, heck, what the heck is this? I'm like this like- is in the mall? <laughs> oh, and and they still. So it's like you know if you're if you're a college frat guy, that's like the the place for you
1: right (laughs) yeah but joe they also sell jokes which is so funny there you know they have a little section of novelties there
0: not the one that i you know (laughs) not the one that i was at around me it was yeah they had some novelty and jokes but they were you know all it was all sex related it was either sexual or like smoking related that was it yours is all sex you You know yeah, I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> what are the, the horror you know? figures? Where's the, uh, you know? Oh, no, they, did, did did he, they
1: didn't have any Halloween masks and stuff like that?
0: Nope. Oh, no, yeah. None my- of that stuff.
3: No, I think they did cut that out several years ago, most of them.
0: Yeah, this might have my- been about three or four years ago I was at that one. So, I, you know, I'm I'm sure they all operate somewhat differently. But, yeah, the one that I was at around me didn't have any of that stuff.
1: They, they do, Pajot, to an extent, they have all the same stuff. Let me let me say one thing really quick when you're talking about Spencer's. There's a shop around me, and, and maybe for some reason that stuff just survives, but there's a shop around me that opened up right a little bit after the Moon Monster. And um, it was, like in 1971, he opened up shop. And the funny thing is that this store has survived and got three floors, from that time, and all it does is, and, and I think you guys have seen that even in one of the, um, uh, you know, commercials we have on YouTube with a lady, the British lady says, hi, i like to attend, you know, the background. That's actually photographs from his shop. He's got a whole section there of uh, novelties. And the novelties he's got, I, I told you guys many times, I've gone in there, he's got 1980s novelties with the 1980s price on it. And I've, I've gone in there and always buy, like, a little bit of a fortune. He, he loves novelties. He guarantees that, and, and this thing is it got to be, like, 12 feet wide by, like, um, uh, 7 feet high, He's this, this huge uh, window thing. And it's full. And he likes Frankenstein, so he does have a lot of original Frankenstein stuff in there as well. But then when you go to the third floor, it's like a sex shop. The second floor is like a smoke shop. Uh, I feel like one day just taking my video there and go asking the owner because I kind of know him a little. Uh, can I do a video? Because I mean, I don't know how he survived so many years, but it's it's crazy. It's always there.
3: Yeah, that's amazing. Well, wow. hey Joe, you mentioned Monroeville, PA. There's a mall near us. It's you know, when you're in Monroeville, you're not far from where we live. It's called the Monroeville Mall. And way back in the mid '80s, this is when I first started magic around 1985 or so. There was a, there was a Halloween company. I don't even know if they're still in business. Probably not. It was called national theme productions. And they hired me to go in, in the mall to three different stores. There were Sears, JC pennies and Kaufman's. And I would go, I'd, I'd walk through the mall with, I'd do card tricks and I'd do some ventriloquism. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I would tell them that there's a kiosk at these stores and you know what? They saw like a market uptick in like the people that started going to the, uh, kiosk, you know, because, you know, because they keep track of all that stuff. So that, you know, so that was proof. I did a pretty good job, but that was like 1985. It was really cool. It it was like one of the first things I did with magic. Uh,
0: Oh, 1985. So what happened at the Monroeville mall five years prior to that?
2: No, what happened? Uh, Zombies broke out.
0: (laughs) Tell them Sherry, what happened there?
2: Yeah. Uh, The night of the living dead.
3: I guess that was Dawn of the dead,
0: right? Dawn of the dead. Yep. 1978.
1: What what year was that, Joe?
0: Nineteen seventy-eight. Filmed wow. at the Monroeville Mall in Monroeville, yeah. uh, Well, I
1: I have a question for you guys because I know Joe bought this up and now that Chuck bought it. Do you guys remember every Halloween that Sears had like um they would put up um uh, I don't know like some type of display case everything they used to sell just Halloween products like a little miniature oh yeah. store absolutely
3: I remember that yep.
0: What um, about you, Joe? No, huh? No, I. It probably wouldn't even occur to me to go to Sears to look for Halloween. Oh, no, listen,
1: this was cool. They did it for about 10 years. What, what
0: years did they do it?
1: Um, I No, it was after it was, like, in 2000. I mean, like, 1995 through, yeah. you know, but they did it a lot. And, and let me tell you, Joe, they would put, like, I don't know, like, three or four uh, display cases, like, those jewelry display cases. They sold novelties, a bunch of stuff in there. It was cool. Oh, oh, wow. It. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that was Sears, you know?
3: And they still have at the Monroeville Mall. We're gonna get it on film one of these days. We keep saying it. We're gonna do it while it's still there. They have a zombie museum in there. It's like oh it, really? Like fifteen bucks a person to get in. It looks really neat, but they have all the stuff. You know, from uh, they got some of the uh, film clips that are that are running on different screens. They have uh, plaster of Paris zombies, and it tells a lot about the you know the movie Night of Living Dead. As it has a lot of memorabilia from. Uh, uh, George Romero and so forth. So we're going to try and make a movie of that I've been I've been trying to do it, but I kept forgetting. We're always getting busy.
2: Or if we're there, he's not open.
3: And sometimes he isn't open. So we're going to have to catch it just right. But it is in the Monroeville Mall. I think it's on the upper level. It is, yeah, uh-huh. it's really cool.
0: Oh, that, that's cool. Yeah, you know what? I was there. What was it? Was I there? I can't remember. I don't think I actually went in the mall, but I was going out to a comic convention out there. Is there a Monroeville, like an expo center? Yeah, or right around the corner. It's right the- around the corner. Yep. Okay. That, that's where I was maybe, gosh, 12 years ago or so for a um, I think they had a comic convention out there. And I, I meant to go to the mall and I don't know what happened, but I never made it out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was. I I don't know what happened. I might have stayed too long at the comic show or something. The but, night of the
1: Walking Dead.
0: But yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to go there and just walk down the uh what what is it? They have like uh steps, the real famous steps that you walk down. Where? Is, is that what I'm thinking of at the mall? Not there. Right? Yeah, I guess I guess where?
3: I, I guess it was on the of the Dead, right? Do you mean with the steps where the entrance the mall entrance? Yeah,
0: the the mall entrance. Was that steps going down? Uh, yeah.
3: I don't know if there's
0: steps.
2: There's steps inside the
3: yeah, I'm not well, sure I, exactly I where.
2: Know. You know,
0: there's like five different places where you go into
2: escalators and that... in an elevator
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't... i'm trying to, yeah i'm trying to like I'm, it's been a while since i seen the movie maybe it was the escalators that i'm, I'm thinking it about it could be
2: yeah it, it could have been. or they have stairs i think going down to the food court when you yeah. walk in that one door yeah, yeah yeah
3: i'm gonna have to watch the movie again i haven't
0: seen it yeah, I'd like to... yeah it's been so long I'm, I'm trying to like think was it stairs was it an escalator somebody out there listening to the podcast now is like oh, Yo, did... you
1: idiot it's <laughs> <the>
0: escalators
1: no <laughs> idea did... I think it was an escalator. I think I, okay. that's what I can remember.
0: Yeah, I, I believe so. I, I definitely have to go back and watch it. Even well, that, that whole series. If you guys ever
3: make it out to Monroeville, give me a call because we're literally, uh, we live literally 10 minutes away uh, from the Monroeville Mall, maybe 12 minutes.
0: You know, what, I can't believe that that during, say, like Halloween or something, they don't sh- show like that movie inside the mall on like a wall, like using a projector or anything <laughs> like that.
3: Yeah, they, You know, they really should. Now, back when... When uh, Romero passed away, they had a they had like a, a memoriam type of thing. Remember Sherry?
2: Kinda, yeah. Yeah,
3: it said like you know we'll miss you, George, or something. And there was like people actually threw DVDs of Night of the Living Dead.
0: Really? Yeah, like it,
3: inside where it was, and it was kind of neat. But they had oh, a couple,
1: cool. yeah, they had a couple
3: of and so forth. That, that was several, was quite a few years ago when he passed away. Yeah, but,
1: yeah. You know, Joe, I was going to tell you they might not play it because of copyright reasons. I think they might have to get permission to do that. And the reason I think that is because it's associated with the mall. Maybe when the mall signed the contract with them would be. and they got paid, yeah. you know, that's the only thing I could see, because I understand what you're saying. See, you're that in that case, if you're going to use the movie, it's not like, say, you're going to play it, then you probably could. But if you're going to use it for advertising purposes like that, you might need to get a copyright permit for that.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, I thought maybe even that would, I don't know, would that have brought been a good publicity stunt for them or something. Cause I think it's United yeah. film still owns uh, the rights to it. So, you know, I, I don't know how much that stuff costs now. I'm sure it's not cheap, you know, by any means, but
1: oh, no, uh, you, know, you it would be cool. I mean, I, I don't know. You know what? I could tell you this much in my job. And this just to get an idea in my job, sometimes they do movies and they rent, you know, and when they rent one of the units or something for a movie, and this is like a studio apartment type of thing i think they paid them like 18 or twenty two thousand dollars for like 10 minutes worth it's yeah for so, i mean it's crazy and that's just for one day you know what i mean um so imagine... hey, the, the,
0: if the demands there people will pay the money and that's yeah. why they, they charge yeah, them. But
1: that, yeah that's what i'm saying but those movie companies will come in and uh, I mean, I wish they want to use my apartment. I'll sure, no problem. Uh, I'll do the it. podcast yeah. from the street. Any noise, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll take 20 grand for 10 minutes in my house.
3: Yeah, do it, no problem.
0: Hey, hey guys, I- our, our last part of the podcast today, I wanted to do, uh talk a little bit about drive in movie theaters. Ooh, nice, kind of to, to switch it around here a, a little yeah. bit. And uh, because you know what, I was, I was reading. The other day I was reading the latest issue of Scary uh, Monsters, which was number 130. It's a drive-in horror issue. And I said, man, this would be a great little topic to touch on. And I said, I started, you know, thinking of drive-in movie theaters when I was younger and, and going to see them. And I'm like, I know Chuck and Eddie have and Sherry have to have some great memories of, oh, well, of going through the drive-in. So, you yeah. know, that's kind of what I want to touch on um, is, is some kind of drive-in movie memories here or, or what you guys have. So who wants to start it off? Because I know you guys got some good ones, and I want to hear them.
2: We got that same one. What was it called? Where the Walmart is now, right up the street. Yeah,
0: from us. yeah. We actually had two of them very close to our
3: to our houses over here, and um, one was in Ardmore, uh, which is in Forest Hills, Pennsylvania. It was called the Ardmore Drive-in, and I think they were bought out by Gold Circle in like 1978. And they kind of built their store there, so that's that's been leveled for quite a while. Then a little further down the road, it was it was the uh, where
2: Walmart is.
3: Yeah, was that the uh, greater Greater
2: Pit- Pittsburgh?
3: Yeah, Greater Pittsburgh Drive-in. That's
2: it. That was it.
3: And I think when Walmart went up in about 1995, somewhere around there. But you know, we were fortunate enough to take our kids there when they were younger.
2: Yeah, just a oh bit-
3: nice. Yeah, but unfortunately- and then
2: we were dating. We
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, we, we, you know, we went there, we were dating, yeah. and there were. It's
0: a-, a family show. Keep it PG. <laughs>
3: no, there were. Like, you know what? People would throw their scraps out on the, like, you know, like outside, and, and there was raccoons. We were around. sitting
2: on the back of his truck. Yeah. <clears throat> like an open truck and was in the back of the bed on the tailg- like, tailgate. tailgate. And um, we saw a big fat raccoon coming across the <laughs> room. <him. laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. He was looking for a snack. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we had good memories there.
3: Yeah, there isn't too many around. There's a couple. There's a couple around. I know one you go to, Joe, once in a while, which I'd like to try to remember. I like to look this up. Is in Vandergrift, PA. Yeah, which, that's not yeah, too. Yeah, I,
0: I, I was just I, I meant to to look at them the other day when I was reading the the magazine. I'm like, I wonder if Vandergrift is doing any monster movies this year because usually three or four or five times a year, you know, sp- mostly in the summer and all that, they do, you know, show some classic horror and sci-fi movies so i was you know i, I, I gotta see what they're doing this year hopefully and usually they do something with monster bash you know monster bash will set up there and they'll um would announce awesome. the movies and all yeah. that so it, yeah, it seems nice. like it seems like that not only the uh, drive-ins
3: went out of business it seems like the movie theaters are going they're out twiddling. of business i mean now it's just like you go onto your local uh you know like your cable system and you could rent a movie I mean it's a shame I mean I, you can't really find a movie theater too much anymore or a or a drive-in.
2: Well we have it at the mall now
3: Yeah there is one at the That's Monroeville mall. we
2: went for date night and we saw that Jesus Re- Revolution.
3: Right but uh th- I mean they
2: closed the one near our house Yeah there was
3: a huge one called the Showcase Cinema they had like twenty. That was in Monroeville That was yeah. show- Showcase Cinema, 22 screens mm-hmm. and then the Phoenix just closed in North for Sales they had about 22 screens so I don't know Go what ahead. the heck is going I, on. I
1: you know you know what in my side I will just mentioned now that you're saying that Chuck we still have I have right basically a, less than a mile from me. I have a I think it's 20plex. I have uh in the mall each mall every major mall in my area three of them have major 10, 15 screens or whatever it is. The thing that kills me is the ticket price is like $12.50 or I know. You know, and the funny thing, it does get pretty full, which I'm kind of surprised. Maybe because my area, I mean, like I said, it's like you said, Chuck, there are also a lot of movies now are offering like, you know, Netflix and stuff where you can pay it from home. So I guess they found it that they can make money either way from the movie life or but I mean, people still go. I mean, every time there's a new movie coming out and stuff in my area. You have lines outside the movie theater. So oh. it could be, because do understand, you also live, live in an area that's not as populated as my area, you know? That's yeah. uh, yeah. true. Well, I
0: did find on that uh, the Riverside Drive-In Theater in Vandergrift. they are having uh, next week, and they're doing a April Ghouls Drive-In Monsterama. Really? There are some really cool 80s. They're all 80s movies. Well, late 70s through uh, 80s. So on Friday, April 28th, they have Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984, Uh followed by Chopping Mall 1986. I love that. That
3: was a cool movie.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Slumber Party Massacre 2, 1987, and Sorority House Massacre 1986. And then on Saturday, the 29th, they have Maniac from 1980, Maniac Cop 1988. (laughs) The Toolbox Murders, 1978, and Silent Madness from 1984. Uh, It looks like admission is $15 per person each night. Kids 12 and under with adult free. Overnight camping available for $15 uh, per person each night. So uh, advanced tickets will be available online. It says check out their Facebook page, but that's next. Friday and Saturday, 28th and 29th at the Riverside Drive-In Theater in Vandergrift, PA. Wow. How in
1: the world would they offer camping? That just doesn't make sense. There's a, um,
0: you know, when I was out there for Monster Bash a couple of years ago, we stayed out there and you could either stay in your car or at the end of the drive-in because it's it's a huge lot. Um, they only have, um, well, I guess like in their lot, towards the end there's a big space maybe by 100 yards wide by maybe i don't know 30 yards or or i'm sorry 100 yards in length by 30 yards wide and it's all set up for camping out there so you could throw your your tent out or whatever when i was out there i just stayed in my truck and slept and then usually they do uh breakfast out there in the morning you could buy breakfast from the um from the concession stand so it's you know
1: pretty cool you know what's kind of crazy about that, you See, in order to do – let's say, for example, you know how when movie theaters drive-in is, like where every car goes, it has like an – like a, it kind of sunk in the ground a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, just like I just don't uh, – just thinking within my mind how in the world – because I, I know I was very small. I mean, I don't recall. I never went as an adult to any drive-in through theater or whatever, but – what I'm saying is, let's say you have a car in the in the front of the lot there or something, or you have, how the heck, so you have to have enough room for every car to go in and out whenever they want. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you need a huge, you need a lot of acres for that. And the the problem here is the cost of the land. I mean, I can see going upstate New York where you buy 10, 15 acres and having a, a drive-through movie theater there where people, but I mean, that's crazy. And, and also... How many people are really willing to pay fifteen dollars per person for a drive-through for a movie from the eighties? I'm I'm just wondering about that.
0: They, uh, I I know they usually get very busy out there for their um their horror movie, uh, you know I, I don't know what would you call the marathons, <laughs> yeah, because you know they they get very busy out there. So there's people that that really? definitely pay, and there's people that use the concession stand because yeah, exactly. I, I mean they have everything you could think of in their concession stand yeah. i mean it's huge and they do I, a fantastic job out there
1: i have a feeling that people go there more like to have their uh more than pg ratings within the car and yeah that's <laughs> what i have a feeling that you, really you become,
3: never know yeah, to hey i'm still wait. thinking about how you'd sleep how i'd sleep in the car joe because my back would lock up i'd have to be life-flighted out of there you know <laughs>
0: i'll tell operation. you what i i slept so good in my truck man i had i had a you know i just reclined my seat i put a pillow down i put a pillow over my face to keep the sun out and i slept oh man did i sleep good because i think it wrapped up about man if i remember right somewhere about maybe one or two in the morning something like that and then um went to sleep and then i think i was up around eight or nine did breakfast and then um, they had some like little games during the day and they had some vendors out and it was it was, you know, kind of I, I think they could have done maybe a little bit more out there because there was really nothing during the day until the sun started going down. So, right. you know, I bought a few magazines, I brought a book. So it was it was really kind of nice because I, I sat out there, I brought a chair And I kind of read all day. I smoked cigars, drank coffee, and walked around, talked to people. And it it was really, you know, looking back, it it was really kind of um, refreshing because it was just quiet. And, you know, I got to catch up on some reading, relaxing, you know, catch up with some people that I know from, you know, the convention all that. But I think it would have been nice if they still had a little bit more uh, to do during the day. Uh, what that could have been. I, I have no idea. That's above my pay grade or, you yeah. know, creativity, but creativity, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it was just, it was, you know, cause that was during the COVID year. So, you know, monster bash was closed down. So this was kind of like their Hey, you know, we could have a little get together and it was, it was nice to have that. So yeah, I'm just grateful. We, we had it. I uh, hear somebody spooky sci-fi music. That's
1: cause it's time to ask the important question. <laughs> Joe, how long ago was this Joe? Ooh, what was that? 20,
0: 2021. It was summer of 2021. I think it was like around, I think June. Because they didn't have a... Yeah, I want to say it was 2021 because I don't think they had a monster bash at the hotel that year. But he did have it at the, oh, uh, the drive-in. Oh,
1: I, I think, you know what? I think I remember that. Yeah, that, that you mentioned that, that you had stayed out there. I remember that now.
0: Yeah, it was really cool. I, you know, I stayed... I wanted to stay the night, you know, Saturday into Sunday. But I, I was like, you know what, I, I just, you know, because I'm a night person, you know, obviously, you don't work nights and all that. So mm-hmm. I think the last movie wrapped up around two o'clock and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm wide awake. So oh. I uh, I, ended up dri- yeah, I just ended up driving home. I think it was like an hour and a half or so or hour, whatever it was. And yeah, I just ended up driving home. I said, screw it. So I actually got home. And I think I watched another monster movie when I got home. <laughs> so I, I think I actually I threw on the monster channel and watched whatever was on there. So So did they have
1: any any vendors at all? So basically it's just movie night, that's all it was?
0: Yeah, they had some vent yeah, there was like up by the screen, there was um I don't know, maybe six vendors set up and then they had a um they had some cornhole um boards going and what else did they have up there? I think the, that's it. they had some like little stuff for the kids, and then inside of the concession, uh, Monster Bash, Creepy Classics was set up, and um, that was it. I mean, basically, during the day, you were on your own to kind of, you yeah. know, keep yourself, you know, occupied. I guess so.
1: Was there a lot of people there? I mean, was that really worth it? I mean, I'm just kind of curious. Not- yeah, there was
0: there was a lot of people there. I mean, during the the people that stayed during the day. There was a lot, but then you know, come at night when the movie started, yeah, it got pretty packed in there. So good, I'm glad. And it was just, yeah, and that was my first time at a um, got first time at a move, you know, drive-in theater in probably ten years or so. Because I know we went years ago out to one, and they still have it up in Warren, Ohio. Um, I think there's actually two out that way. Um, they play most, they play all newer movies though. It's it's hard to find kind of you know these theaters that play the classics. I think this. The Riverside Drive is the the only one that really constantly plays classic movies along with, you know, newer movies. i so I seen on on their Facebook, they have um, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. They have the Super Mario Brothers playing, and
2: that's I want to see that one.
3: Yeah, that looked pretty neat. Super
0: My cool. wife saw that the other day at the theater. She said it was it was really good. She enjoyed it.
1: Which well, one, like the Super Mario?
0: Yeah. What?
1: Like, like colorful it was, graphics. It very it's colorful. Really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? I I didn't even know that the movie was out, to be honest with you. Yeah, we love love Mario movies. I I, I think I would love better to have Chuck sleep in the truck in one of those things, and then a little kid next door, when they start taking him out in an ambulance in the morning, go, (laughs) Mommy, that's a walking Dead." you know? (laughs) So, Eddie,
0: what's your, your, some of your drive-in movie theater memories?
1: my drive-in movie theater memories were more like by uh, more called like a drive-by movie (laughs) what
3: what kind of neighborhood you live in
1: no 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 no. (laughs) the the, the problem is that in my in my neck of the woods there's a lot of malls there's uh there's not i mean there is but not you know when you're talking about open space like that to do a drive-in uh the last drive-in i remember was probably 1979 1980 And it was usually about an hour and a half from my area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It really wasn't. I never went into a drive-in movie theater. Uh, I mentioned that once. I did pass by them. Uh, Uh, I was in one one time because I had a, basically, I think it was in a different state, like Georgia or something. They were doing a flea market. And I remember, uh, you know, which is kind of funny because they did it where, um, uh, how can I say it? I was inside the, um, the, you, you know, like I said, there's like. Uh, each car has like a, a a thing that dips in the ground and they did it right over that and if you're walking if you're not careful, you would have ate the ground you know <laughs> and, and I remember tripping and I that think that's that's about it. I think I, I didn't be honest with you. I don't know if it was Georgia, maybe South Carolina, but uh up in my area here, I don't really think there's any drive-in theaters still left open, Joe to be honest with you. oh really. Wow. I mean, I don't think, unless maybe in southern New Jersey somewhere, yeah, uh, it's never actually mentioned. And you know what? Coming to think about it, to be honest with you, I think I do remember something recently about a couple of months ago that from some drive-in theater or something. But um, I got to be honest, I never really even cared about going. Earlier, years ago, I cared about it, but um, I kind of like the big screen indoors. Where uh, you know you can hear what people are you know not far away where you can't see it. In fact, one of my greatest experiences in movies, which is bizarre, is when the movie Gravity came out now. People know Sandra Bullock and Gravity. If you watch it on TV, you're ah, the movie's okay. But when I it came out, I, I put my 3D glasses, man, and I sat in the very, very first lane. Oh my the, oh yeah, the the very first. So you're looking up because the, the screen is yeah. on your feet. And you're, it's right in front of your face by about 10 feet. But I got to tell you one thing, though. When that 3D effect came on and the space shuttle was going around the Earth, I was shocked that it looked like it was right above my head. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I, I thought it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. And I like to watch. Anytime there's a 3D movie that's good, I like. Because people, you got to watch it from the first row, man, first or second row. I know people like sitting all the way, but it's so cool. To see the effects, it's, it's amazing. Um, that's what I, I like. And I haven't been to the movies in about a year now uh, since COVID and stuff like that. But I, I was thinking of going, because uh, I do enjoy the movies. Yeah, you should go. I yeah.
3: said, well, Eddie, we go back to the driving days when they had the hang-on metal things that would, yes. that would go in your window. Right. You know. Yes. I'm,
1: I mean, I, I've been, I've seen them, but I haven't really gone to the theater. Like, I've been <laughs> in them. I've passed by them but I haven't actually, you know, let me sit here and watch a movie tonight. I haven't done
0: that. I tell you what, the, move, the drive-in that was really close to me down in that. now this would have been real, like early to mid-80s before it closed. I think it closed around 87, 88, somewhere around there. Coatesville, Ohio, it's called the, I believe it was the Sky High Drive-In. And then right next to it was a Fun City USA. It was this little amusement park type thing. They had the bumper cars. Um, they had bumper cars on the water. Those little rafts. Yeah. Uh, a merry-go-round. Um, what else did they have? Go-karts. And it was all geared for you know younger kids yeah. oh. and some other like little thing. They had like a, a playground and everything and um, batting cages. Uh-huh. So it was geared for, you know, if you wanted to you basically stop there first before the drive-in, you know, have your kids, you know, wear them out. And then,
2: <laughs> you, know, <laughs> then you
0: could take them to the drive-in and they could sleep while you watch the movie because it was right next to it. But, you know, I remember going to the, the drive-in there. I, I had been very young. I remember more Fun City, USA because it was open, I believe, until um, maybe the real later 80s, 88, 89. And then that closed up, but the, I I know the um I want to say the screen was up until oh gosh maybe the late nineties you know the the parking lot was all grown in and everything you still had the uh, mm-hmm. the poles and everything set up but it was grown in the screen was up you know it was in tatters mm-hmm. and everything and then um mm-hmm. a business bought the uh, the lot there knocked everything down and and set up a building but that was. The closest one to me and it was literally two three minutes from from where i grew up and i don't remember any more you know that close i know there was one out in pa by um i think it was called riley's fun spot and it would have been oh maybe because i was real close to you know where i'm at is close to the pa border So I think it was about 15, 20 minutes past the border. And Riley's Fun Spot, they had go-karts, batting cages, uh, miniature golf, um, a concession stand. And then across the street, there was like adult go-karts. But on the other side of like the T-intersection, so you had at the big part, you know, the T, you had Riley's Fun Spot. And then across the street in one corner was the adult go-karts. And then on the other side, you had the drive-in theater. And i can't remember what that one was called but i do remember being young going there you know in the mid early 80s and it was already closed up and and from what i could recall it was closed up for years you know it was all ingrown and, and kind of tattered and all that and it's kind of sad to, to read you know and hear about all these places all these drive-ins that no longer exist because it would be a cool piece of history if they were still around
1: they would be you know what i think joe when you're saying i think one of the reasons would change and everything like for example uh i saw something you know not a drive-in but i'm saying your experience watching a movie my problem with the drive-in always was and like i said when i got married they were still like i could still pass by one if i wanted to go but i think it was something about seeing the movie in such a far away screen especially if you got to be the lucky guy that got all the way in the back (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know what i'm saying you're like what the hell i can't see the screen
3: you know yeah the but, only thing that was good about it driving is that you did have your privacy in there so you can sit there you don't have to worry about somebody talking next to you like at a movie theater that was the only advantage but it, no yeah, but I-
1: jack let's be honest the advantage for i think the theater itself was more for the what went on in the car than in the film itself that's what yeah. i think and okay. it was popular in the 1950s because you know hey you go to the car and then it turns from uh, PG to some other rating. Yeah. But the honest <laughs> truth, to be honest, I I want to say one thing. One thing that I saw that I'm, I've never seen is that this was a, like the, the coolest thing I've ever seen. Some guy in my job one time goes, hey, come over. I'm going to show you the setup I got in my apartment. And he had, now just think about what I'm saying. When you walked in, it was like a one bedroom apartment, but the entire living room wall. He had this uh, projector that, that, and I don't know how the heck, it covered the entire wall, but his movies were the size of it. Like in other words, he played in the in one entire wall from ceiling to floor, the, the, the you know, he had the television thing on and it was kind of crazy. Cause I'm like, it, it feels like you're watching, not a film, it'll feel like you're watching a play of people right in front of you. Wow,
3: that would be cool. It was,
1: and I have a movie, you know what, I, I'm i going to try to see if I find a, a fast clip that I took of that to like show you guys, because I never saw anything like it, and the, he had on the wall a special paper so that it could project the film, and it was like, you know, like, not 4K, I think it was 1080p, because we're talking probably, you know, six, seven years ago, but I was blown away by that. I was like, wow, man, that'll be the coolest thing in the world. And I remember telling him, he told me the projector cost him like $2,500. But it was like 40, I mean, for surround sound. And it was beautiful. I've never seen anything like it, Joe. <laughs> That's cool, you know? And I mean, there's nothing cooler than having like a 7,500 inch TV and you sit in front of it. So I, I am, I love, I'm a movie fanatic. I love to watch, but I like the giant screen like that. Huh. It, it, it gives it um, the closest thing to that was when I used to have. I told you guys that many times I would lie down in my bed, and I would buy those classic monster films or sci-fi films. Oh yeah. Not in a in a seven-inch uh, DVD player I had, but I put it right on top of my chest, and it'll be dark in the room, so it felt like I was watching a big giant screen.
0: <laughs> um, That's why. That's I, cool. I, I tell you what, you know, while we're gonna. We got about 10 minutes here. So I want to we'll start wrapping up a little bit here. And I want to just give our listeners out there a, uh, a little brief history on the drive in theaters, because I, I thought it was it was very interesting. And there's um, it's almost, you know, I guess, in my opinion, it's really a sad tale because I, I think, you know, although they're still around, you know, they're they came and went so fast and they, they were such a big part of our culture, especially during the. The 50s, 60s, and 70s. But uh I was interested to learn that the so there was a partial drive-in theater that was first uh opened in La Cruz, New Mexico on April 23rd, 1915. And the first uh the first movie shown there was Bags of Gold, and um that was it would be in 1915, and then that theater, the Theater de la Gloupe. Uh, was renamed the Deluxe Theater in 1916. But then there was a, um, 1921, there was a drive-in that opened in uh, Claude Caver. Uh, in, or, yeah, it was opened by Claude Caver in Comanche, Texas. And um, they showed some outdoor movies there. But it wasn't until, uh, let's see, what was it, 1932, that the drive-in theater was patented in Camden, New Jersey, by Richard M. Hollingshead Jr., who owned, whose family owned and operated the uh, R.M. Hollingshead Corporation chemical plant there, oh. and he started doing some tests out in his at his house in the driveway. He would uh, he would nail a screen to trees in his backyard, <laughs> set a 1928 Kodiak projector on the hood of his car. <laughs> Put a radio behind the screen (laughs) testing different sound levels with this car windows up and down and then uh you know people would come there and you know he he would kind of test it out on them so i thought that was you know really interesting to (laughs) see how it how it really started and then you know just like anything it it developed from there and it really peaked you know down the 40s 50s and 60s um you know even into the the mid 70s but you know kind of the 70s you know mid to late 70s was when it really started to to decline and into the 80s and 90s and it was almost you know basically pretty much gone you know like like we just talked about you know in the mm-hmm. 80s you early 80s you really seen you know these theaters start to to shut down and all that and make way for indoor movie theaters and one of the main reasons that these you know these drive-in theaters were popular in the 40s and 60s is because you know tvs were just coming out they were still really expensive and it was easier just you know pack up the kids and go to the the drive-in theater yeah and go see a movie but as tvs became you know more popular and a lot cheaper people Mm -hmm. were staying home so you saw the decline of the movie theaters the drive-in theaters And then eventually they closed, but the, you know, the indoor ones they still maintained um, up until today, which, you know, we've seen definitely seen a a decline in the last few years with the, the movie theaters. And I think a big part of that has been, you know, Hollywood itself, basically shooting itself in the foot, but you know, these, we still have movie theaters out there. There's few and far between and it's, it's golden heyday is gone. And, you know, Will it ever come back around? You know, probably not, because it's so easy for people to sit in their house and stream. You know, a movie. So
3: yeah, it's a shame. It really is.
0: Yeah, I I don't foresee, you know, in general making a uh, a bounce back like they used to. And I definitely don't see drive-in theaters doing anything like that. And I, like like Eddie touched on before, it's it's so expensive for land. You have to have a huge chunk of land.
3: Yeah. And then
0: just all the material to build everything and the concession stand. And just like a regular movie theater with a drive-in, you have to you're you're making your money off of your concession stand. That's mm, true. That's true. You yeah. know, and with a car, it's so much easier to to bring in a buffet of food and, you know, (laughs) sit in your car and eat without, you know, nobody coming around and checking, you know, what
1: you're doing. So, you know, you know, one thing I'm going to add to you, Joe, one thing I noticed a lot of people are doing, including in my job. Now my job consists of 22 buildings. So there's several thousand people that live there every Wednesday in the summer, Joe, they blow up. I think it's a 40 or 50 foot screen. It's like a blow up thing. Like those things where kids jump in. Yeah and it's a 50 foot, and then they do a movie night for free, you know?
3: Oh, that's nice. You know,
1: they do it in the one park they have there, and a lot of people come now, I I gotta be honest, one night I I tried to go close to it, and I'm like, what the heck? It was more like the killer mosquito night than the uh... (laughs) There's a
0: lot of places that are doing that now, and I know uh, where I live a couple years ago, they tried doing it in the park, Uh, it was like every Sunday night in the summer, and
2: yeah. They just,
0: they just didn't get a good crowd for it. You know, it was, you know, only a handful of people, if that oh, that's a that, shame. that came out and they had a really nice screen, a really nice projector and sound system. And it was beautiful. Um, but, you know, they had to show movies that were kind of, um, you oh. know, basically, uh, public domain type stuff. Uh. and um, So it was, it, it's harder to show because I guess even if you're offering it for free to the public, you still have to pay what they found out in the city didn't want to pay, you know, for the following year, they didn't want to pay to get those newer, better movies in, which would have probably drew a crowd in. Yeah, So that kind it, of flopped.
1: You know, it's kind of funny, even when you say, I guess, here's where the problem is, Joe, it, it becomes when you're going to play it to a crowd. It's now a copyright thing. But if you're playing in your house to your family, of course not, because you're like, this thing airs over regular TV. Why not? You know? Right, but the truth is, like you're saying, it might be that they have to pay. And let me tell you, it's not no kidding about this. They charge you thousands of dollars just oh, yeah. you
0: know, for yeah. one view. It, it's not cheap. But I, I tell you what's a a cool story that I remember from the this would have been late '90s. A buddy of mine in the army. He he was from uh, Pennsylvania, and he lived close to where they filmed uh, the Evil Dead. I think it was the first one that the it might be first and second where the the cabin was out in the woods. Oh yeah, yeah. So the cabin was actually, they found out where the cabin was. Um It was at that time it was knocked down. Just the chimney was up, but every year they would, during like Halloween, they would get a, a bunch of people out there. They would take some generators and a projector and they would play the movie on the, um, that's cool. On, on the chimney out there, <laughs> the evil dead, he, you know, they'd bring out, you know, they They'd make kind of like a whole day of it, you know. They because they were all like horror movie fans and all that, so they go out there and barbecue, you know, drink some beer and all that, and just play the. I mean, could you imagine in the middle of the woods watching Evil Dead on <laughs> on yeah. a chimney at the actual site of the movie? <laughs> now that's now that's strange. <laughs> I mean, that would be that would be kind of kind of scary, but really cool. And he said, you know, every year just grew and grew to to so many people coming out there that they had to limit it to you know how many people because it, it was just getting too much for where it was at but i, I thought that was really cool and a yeah. really cool way to keep you know movies like that alive so
1: yeah, huh. you, you know joey gets down to basics you love camping and you like to be out in the woods by yourself if i'm correct right oh yeah not a lot of people like my brother's like you he likes camping and stuff and i said to him how is it that you go to cuba so many times this time he's like well I think of it like I'm going camping because I'm like, there's really not air conditioning. There's like and but I hate I, I, I you know, even though I grew up in a not grew up, I was born in like in a farm, I hate the outdoors to sleep overnight and stuff. I just like the air condition, the nice area, the mall. <laughs> <helping I'm>, <laughs> yeah, I love to walk outdoors. <laughs> I like to have a barbecue, but you know what? At five, six PM I want to head home, take a shower and <laughs> so that's kind of like probably where where I think the driving theater and stuff went by the bay- wayside because a lot of people like the comfort of home and
0: now Eddie, I, I will have to agree with you on that. When I was out at Vandergrift uh, a couple of years ago because it was hot, it was <laughs> yeah. I was sweaty, yeah. But me being the you know the uh, Fred Bear of the modern outdoors. I came prepared and had baby wipes with me. So. Oh,
1: wow.
0: uh, so I was nice and clean. And when it was sticky, I would just wipe myself down with the baby wipes. and I oh, would, You were, were big so,
3: fresh, man.
0: I was good to go, man. But I know there were some other people out there that were just hot right. and sticky.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing, Joe. So let's ask you real quick. So you went there for the night of the movie. And then you're supposed to – your truck was going to turn into from PG to R – And then all of a sudden, the night came, the heat, and everything, and went back to G-rated, correct? Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was just me, and I had my little horror figures (laughs) up on the on the windshield. So you know, it was just me and my little my little uh, Universal Monster horror figures. I got pictures of it somewhere. I'll have to put up on the website, but all the real little ones. And I thought your wife went with you. She didn't go. No, she no, she didn't go. No, she don't like those any of those movies so and she had to watch the dogs too so it was just it was just me my books my horror figures and i had a few good cigars and coffee and (laughs) i tell you what man it was you know it kind of you know brought me back to being a child a little bit of seeing you know the movies at the theater and everything And it was cool but hey guys we gotta wrap it up we have about a minute and a half left so guys if you're out there and you're listening and you like what you hear and you want us to do more Please like and subscribe to whatever platform you listen to us on. Give us a five-star review uh, because that does help us with the algorithms and all that good stuff. Also, we are on YouTube, House of the Unusual. Type it in the search, subscribe, like the channels, like the videos, all that good stuff. You know what to do. Also, we are on our flagship site. That is our home base, man. It is houseoftheunusual.com. You can find all the links there. Uh, to etsy to ebay to podcast and we have a forum site there that's free to use free to join a lot of cool stuff always going up there come and interact with us man and if you like um you know a lot of cool stuff like we do which is pretty much all over the place you know drop us a line and and come on the podcast with us and chat with us about you know some of your interests some old movies and all that because we're always looking for new people to talk with on here and it's that's all it is This a conversation about stuff that we enjoy so make sure you guys check us out on all that stuff and support some of our uh people that we talk about like the monster channel my movie uh dot com uh creepy classics you know home of the the monster bash and uh you know check your local bookstore for scary monsters it is out number 130 it is all about drive-in movies so
1: Cool. It
0: wow. Guys, that's all we got. So good night, everyone. Good, good night. night. God, God bless. bless. All right, good night.